2: Connor Hayward is tight, the secondary's too deep, and MSU is now a golf school. It's defensive preview week, and you're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves to Wolverines Spartans can talk. I'm Ron Burgundy. Joined, of course, by the man who puts children and the elderly on the defensive, Kevin Greck. Mm -hmm. And the man who, to children and the elderly, is deeply offensive, Alex Plum. How are you loathsome fellas doing today? (laughs) Doing great. Plum,
0: um... much better copy, Plum. Much better copy. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Thank you. It's really clear.
0: Easy to read. Just like your uh, audio here, we should acknowledge <laughs> right off.
1: <the> <laughs> much better, much much better. Uh, I'm actually currently uh, coming to you guys live from a Wendy's drive through near my home because uh, that's the only place that I can get internet access.
0: Times so. are tough in the Plum House. Thanks, and, Comcast. Uh, Got to pick up that that second that gig. That second gig is this? Uh, is Plum sticking up for
2: Jalen Green in some ways about him not wanting to come to Detroit?
0: Mm. Mm. Brand new cut, mm. deep cut, deep cut. in terms of not usually our yes. uh, subject that we cover. And uh, it deeply cut me as a friend of the city. Um, mm. f- friend of the city, friend of the city. Duggan awesome. gave me, uh, you know, a nice little certificate said friend of the city as a uh, taxpayer of the city of Detroit. Uh, plum. When, when the second pick overall in the NBA draft says that he's glad that he wasn't picked by Detroit because he didn't like being there. What does that, what does that make you? How does it make you feel?
1: I can't wait until he goes to Cleveland. Then we can talk about that. I mean, you know, did he even come? That's my question. I think he, he spent some League time.
2: Do you ask that question often, Plum? A lot. More more than I should. Thank you, of course, for listening to the podcast. If we could ask a small favor, please share the pod with Spartans in your life. And of course, rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. I will note To some clown who recently rated our podcast, please only rate if you're going to rate
1: five stars. Oh my god. Uh, Hold on, just editorial. That's not true, dear listeners. We receive and enjoy all feedback. We know that we strive for your (laughs) five-star ratings, but please feel free to be honest and authentic because that's what matters most.
0: I do like Mike Jones though as like a used car salesman yeah. slash uh podcast yeah. host. Yeah. If there's anything that we've podcast that's not up to your five-star standards, please just <laughs> let me know before <laughs> filling out this review.
2: So we can yeah. make it right. That sounds that sounds fair. Um I will pander. Uh Plum, I was told, speaking of reviews, that your breakdown of the structure of the show last week was Chef's kiss worthy.
1: <laughs>
2: so please, uh, for those who don't know, our um, babbling idiot on all things other than public health <laughs> friend Alex Plum, can you please tell the folks what they can expect out of this podcast?
1: Absolutely. Every week we have a podcast where we talk about sports, and this is it. We're doing it right now. And the You're first, to it. the first <laughs> section. The first section is the green wall where we talk about football and basketball, and there's a saying where football always leads, and that's why we're going to talk about Connor Hayward. And then, golf, because we're a golf school. Next, we go off Grand River. That's a road in East Lansing. We'll talk about the Rose Bowl, but we won't talk about Baylor. Um, also, <laughs> also, also, Ken Starr. Finally, Defensive preview, but it's not final. Why? Because the final is actually the Twitter questions, where you engage with us, your favorite hosts, on Twitter, which is a social media platform, and we answer your questions. Usually no more than three, but sometimes Raymond gets four. (laughs) The end. Honestly, solid breakdown. Uh,
0: Uh, All right, that's the whole thing. Remind (laughs) me never to ask him to do that to me about my life so far. (laughs) Like, I don't think I could handle that, so. Tall. <laughs> Tall, gangly, <laughs> disappointment to his father.
2: And wife. Mm. Uh, all right. <laughs> I have so many questions about the disappointment. Um, All right, let's head behind the green wall, gentlemen. It's mean, pretty clear, but
0: th- th- that's fine. No, no farm? That's part of it, I'm sure. Anyway, no, no, let's talk on. about football. And then this, let's this talk about. Ch- is, so, is
2: it going to be cut because it's got too
0: personal? No, he doesn't listen. That's also part of it. Oh, um, God. Here so we go. let's, <laughs> let's talk about football. Then we'll talk about <laughs> other things. Then we'll talk about football again. I'm doing All my right. best plum impression. All uh, right.
2: So uh, it's fall camp, of course. Um, but uh, I, I want to start with football on a, a couple things, some sort of housekeeping. One is that we uh, apparently in the preview – uh, sp- last week on special teams spoke a little too soon because they added another preferred walk-on, I believe out of the Okemos area. Am I remembering that correctly? Anyone got that in front of them?
0: I mean, preferred walk-ons in the punting don't really, I mean, in spite of all of the need in that position, I think uh, they're
2: all preferred walk-ons, Kevin.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes, the uh, uh no, oh, all I'm getting is Cody Waddell. We're doing it live and it is a great so far. really just, good
2: I'm, I don't have I'm, it. I'm going through the text messages. It's fine.
0: bro, stop we need to move on. No one cares about this. It does not affect special teams at all. We'll let you know if it does and we'll do a full addendum to last week's episode. uh now in the uh, opening crawl of the uh, of the podcast we Mentioned that Connor Hayward is tight end these days. So. Steven (laughs) Rusnak. Great. All right. Life is better now that we have that. Uh, Connor Hayward. Clarkston.
2: Tell me about this. Uh, So Connor Hayward was spotted uh, during the media availability sessions. uh, With uh, running drills with the tight ends. Connor Hayward was then made available to the media and was asked about in the move, and he has officially made the move to tight end. Um, I guess I'll say this. uh, Connor Hayward was in a very crowded and much more talented room. Um, He was never good at the position of running back. And everyone kept saying that Connor Hayward's worth is in all of these other little things that he can do, like blocking and pass catching, Uh, so that sounded like a tight end,
0: (laughs) except for the fact that he's six foot, 230 pounds. I mean, that is small. He is going to be the smallest tight end in the big 10. I I don't even have to verify that. I can say with 98% confidence as a white man. And, uh,
2: and that, and that includes, by the way, a big 10 team that was using a former walk on punter as a tight end
0: i think he was a oh wait that's tight us. end that also punted
2: no 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 <laughs> nope he was a punter man and mark D'Antonio used to be like he's actually crazy athletic and then he became a tight
0: end <laughs> awesome <laughs> yep hey guys there's reason to be optimistic about this year's football team anyway uh a real tight end from purdue malik carr who isn't an, well another convert uh moving from wide receiver to tight end uh, is in a boot. We had that information last week. We didn't give it to you then we're giving it to you now. So, so that's
2: interesting because I think there was some ex- expectation that Malik Carr might contribute this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like he's going to very shortly be out of the boot. For those who don't know, Malik Carr is a, uh, a large man um, who was a four-star recruit and uh sounds like is actually the more likely actual contributor to the basketball team of the people who have, who've come to Michigan state football and and plan to play both sports. Um, Like he's actually a, he's a very good basketball player who played real competition. Um, But anyway, the broader point being that it, it sounds like maybe this, this boot situation set him back a little bit and we won't see him at the tight end position this year as much as maybe folks had hoped. Um, you know, I suppose he's tall enough that there's some goal line sets that maybe he's a part of as a pass op pass catching option. But um, so I, this is all a conversation that's being generated by uh, media availability to practice. And then of course the big 10 network came and did their season previews. Um, Plum, I'm going to turn it to you first and then I'll come to you, Greg,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, being able to see, some of the video, um, and see some of, you know, the whole point of this segment, the green wall is of course to that, you know, we see stories and, and we kind of try and look at them a little bit critically or, or look at them from a fan's point of view. Plum, how are you feeling post sort of big 10 preview on, on, on Michigan state coming out of fall camp?
1: I I took a positive view of what I saw. Um, I I like seeing how engaged Mel Tucker was. I mean, I, I'll just be clear: these videos are clearly well produced. They're orchestrated. They're designed to tell a story, and for fans, that story is, you know, we're performing, we're learning, we're growing, we're achieving. And so, okay, for me, that had the desired effect. Um, I I like to see the players out there moving. Um, I like when I'm reading in terms of the players talking about, you know, this is some of the most cohesion they felt as a team unit since like. 2010, um, 2011, yeah, I don't know. That
2: was, yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yes. Right. So, you know, you, you're, you're getting, 2010. yeah. And I that think doesn't, say, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. The guys from
0: been, the team in 2010 are like.
1: Would know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I don't, but, but, but there was something about that. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's kind of like this thing, right. Where you're, um, or was it 15, but they couldn't have known that either. So I don't know what year they 16. referenced. You're, you're thinking it of Matt Allen,
2: I think uh, yeah. saying that, yeah. Yeah, uh, or no, no, it must have been seventeen. And
1: God,
0: now we're just hey, doing math. on We're gonna the have body. to cut we all of this. On. We're gonna have to cut all of this. No, it stays. Yeah. Let them see. Let them can't see. read. Can't
1: write. Do can't do can't, years. Can't do if arithmetic. It dribbles down our. chins the chins of our dignity Mm -hmm. listen i'm just saying clearly cohesion is a thing they look good out there um the big 10 when they went to those four apart from being ill-dressed and wearing flip-flops on national television um i thought that you know the commentation what commentary on the state of the team was positive um it felt like they were not artificially setting a floor for the team i think after you know two and five season last last year it would be Easy to be more dismissive of what null Tucker's accomplished, or maybe you look at the transfer portal and you say, "You know he's sacked this entire team. How do you build a new morale with that but they didn't i uh, they' I think they focused on what was objectively in front of them in terms of a performance. There seemed to be some optimism um uh, in the offensive line with the quarterback so i I liked um I liked what I saw. I thought this was um Portenza hopefully positive season. I continued to believe we were gonna have at least eight wins this season so I. Love that, Greg.
2: Uh, what are you
0: What are you thinking after After what you've seen so far? Uh, I also think it's positive. I, what I'm noticing is from the writers. There seems to be some kind of actual indication to the people that are there on the ground. Now, granted, like Plum said, that they get to see this kind of sanitized view of things, but the writers seem to have a degree of consensus, that there's a lot of energy about practice. There's a pretty good amount of team cohesion, all things considered. And that on the whole, the football team looks more competitive than it did this time last year. So those are all positive indicators to me. And um, I, I don't know that it changes my expectations for this season, but it makes me feel a little bit more confident about what things could look like in the fall than I was maybe, you know, four or five weeks ago.
2: I, I will, I'm just going to throw this in here because, and we're going to do an offensive preview next week, but um, you know, as someone who I maligned last week, uh, Graham couch did write an article, uh, a column recently about the Jarrett horses, a transfer and how the last time that MSU was any good, they had a good left tackle, uh, yeah. and Jack Conklin. And I, I think it would be unreasonable. And and I don't mean to suggest that Graham is suggesting that Jarrett Horst will be Jack Conklin. Um, because that it maybe, but like it, it there's no reason to believe that that is, is true yet. Um, but do you think that that if it's if if the the hype behind Jarrett Horst, who, again, for those who maybe are joining us or have been under a rock or whatever, uh, was recruited not once but twice by Oklahoma, <laughs> um, that that he is a clearly a very talented player, that if he is good, that that may portend a, a better offense this year? Um, d- is is the math that simple though of just fix the left tackle, Kevin?
0: No. <laughs> but it's a column. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you know, it's a nice human interest story, you can get a little excited about it. Uh no though. No. And uh, Jack Conklin was hardly the only offensive line talent on that team. So,
2: yeah, uh, uh... Jack, uh, Jack Allen was on that team. Correct. There were and, a couple dudes and Jack Allen, uh, and, and Jack Conklin, I think both were their junior years anywhere. Neither one gave up a sack.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- that was a, that was a good line. A couple of dudes, a couple of dudes. Now it makes for good headlines. People pick up on it. Uh, someone's going to click that link as a result, but, um, no, when I do that out of a professional obligation. I just want to yes, say, indeed. Yeah. Um, but still, general indications are positive of camp so far.
2: Uh do someone Yeah. <laughs> Greg, can you navigate the transition to this next segment? Because I'm confused as to much of the words on this page and I'm not gonna run burgundy
1: them.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I will. Speaking of camps, hmm. let's talk about other camps. Let's talk about basketball camps. Ew. Like take for example Amani's camp. Well the about the vacation first is starting to come out from its shell a little bit. Uh, unravel was, a bit. Bro, there was a uh there was an article uh today, I believe, published in Sports Stadium. Illustrated Stadium. Is that yeah. a sports illustrated publication? Am I, I believe about so. That? Yes. Okay. Uh about how Amani thought about quitting and the pressure and that kind of stuff. I think we did an okay job of criticizing elements of the perception of Amani and what was happening with his dad in the school. And it, I felt a little vindicated by that, uh, article, you know, turns out you just take someone and you Rapunzel him up in a tower away from everyone and just create this padded atmosphere it's uh, it's not good, and it doesn't help your son learn how to deal with things in the long term. That he's and it doesn't help, to help him to as a
2: as an, an asset of potential generational wealth either. But uh, you know, who am I uh, as a parent to tell someone? I, I, it's it, I've said on the pod before. I don't know how you navigate that. Um, I, I have I couldn't even begin to imagine, but. I I do, I I thought about this, that as a podcast, we were very gleeful when Amani committed. Mm -hmm. And I, for sure, in the same way that, you know, not quite the same way, maybe, but like, you will have, you will have spurned me and scorned me. And, and so I will hold a grudge because... As soon as you start enroll at another school, you're fair game in, so, in some way. But the I, I have thought about how we as a pod have treated Imani Bates because we again were elated when he committed to MSU.
0: Yeah,
2: I think we started to turn a bit, or, or the question mark started to come out somewhere between the Jaden Aikens being kicked out of. uh, mm-hmm. Uh, no ipsy prep sure
0: same same diff effectively
1: Mm,
2: okay but anyway and then the uh the other one uh, and then and then the brennan quinn story i think we also had some additional questions about how they were handling all of this
1: Mm -hmm. as it relates to to his maturity and growth. That's it. it but, but not just his maturity and, and growth, because one can look at a 17, 16, 17-year-old 17 and say, of course he's immature. But if what's being modeled for him is an absolute lack of any desire for maturity or even the pursuit of growth, which I think his father completely lacks in terms of his own decorum, the way he frames his son, the way he's framed that program, um, his decisions, you know, to create a school for, I mean, th- all of it is, is it, it, it's unbecoming. And some person, I think a more generous person would look at that and would say, no, you'd do anything for your kid. But I don't think he's serving his son well. And I think the evidence of that is this kid can't make a decision on which shoe to tie with about consulting 30 f- people and I don't it, it and and then going to the press and having some media fucking market develop 30 different pictures and teasers and it's all over Twitter and and this that and the third and it's it is exhausting to follow. Um yes, I shouldn't care at all. So it, this is egg on my face. And it's true. I was excited. Who wouldn't be excited about Time is landing a five-star recruit and someone as highly, you know, rated and reviewed as Imani Bates. Of course we were. But at the end of the day, as soon as this started, stuff started dropping. It was it was easy. In fact, one of the easiest things to do, to just decry the whole camp thing, because I think at the end of the day, and yeah, you, I, we laugh at this whole camp thing, but that's what this is. This I'm so important that I have an entourage, that I have a group, that I have people handling me and hand, you.
0: Not no, no, no.
1: No I, one needs that. In in fairness to Imani...
2: I don't know that that's so much his decision.
0: No, he's there's a camp think... that has formed around him, regardless of what he wants.
2: Yes. I, I mean, it, it may be fair to say that if he had his druthers and no one in his ear, he might be at Michigan State. I, I don't mean to suggest that that's actually the case, but right. it, it, it might be that he might just go to the school that he grew up rooting for and that his friends play at and that he wished he was at last year. Like that uh-huh. he, cause honestly he's in some ways the, the, the glimmers that you get, the glimpses of Imani that you get are like, he's a 16 year old kid right. who likes basketball. And, and there is a sad sort of frustrating situation around him, but you know, I should rephrase it. I, w- I hope for great things for him. I w- I genuinely do. It just seems like uh, he.
0: Uh, We're going to find out in the next couple of weeks what's happening, right? He's if he going goes, on a couple of If he goes, to Memphis,
2: if he goes to, yeah. to Memphis, he's dead to me. I, okay. I just want to be very right. clear he's dead to me.
0: All right. So we'll talk about this in greater detail, but it doesn't matter because MSU is, is obviously uh, a golf, a golf, golf school. school. All right, so James Piet Piot. Piet
1: Piet 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 Pujol.
0: Let's pretend that we knew who this dude was before this. Week. I did. <laughs>
1: I did know him. I knew that his. I knew how to say his name too.
0: This is like when Mama Maple Leaf asked me
2: about the women's uh, golf coach, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't Google this before him.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, well, um, you're the only one that knows anything about this dude. Go. My cousin won the Michigan <laughs> Amateur Golf Tournament some years ago. There, That makes me, by the distributive property of Algebra, the winner of this segment. So yeah. he, he won the U.S. Amateur Golf Tournament, which is played under the aegis of the United States Golf Association, formerly known as the USGA, currently known as the USGA. And this year's tournament was played in, gentlemen, Plum, Pennsylvania. <laughs> the second reason why I am most qualified to describe
0: everything it. is coming up, Alex. Coming up,
1: Plum today, kids. Um, but this is important also to know because it's. Well, actually, I'm going to let you take
0: this one, Jonesy. In
1: terms of hello, how- hello, is this Arby's? Oh, Arby's. No.
0: Oh, no. When I fix his audio and post, no one's going to get that joke.
1: Oh, you can't keep fix that. Keep it then. That audio. Keep it. Please keep the joke <laughs> in. It so it's awkward. You can't fix that audio. Well, I was uh, gonna give you stroke play, but you don't get it anymore. Um, so the I, I don't first, want your stroke play. You've that's not what you told me. But stroke <laughs> Stroke play is what is used to determine who the top sixty four uh, golfers will be that win their state tournaments or otherwise qualify for the US uh, AM. And then after they get their top sixty four they play a very March Madness style match play, head to head. Uh, all the way through a sweet 16 and a final four and then when they get to the final two those were all 18 hole matches uh, they the final is a 36 hole match so anyway james piatt we are very very proud of you you have represented michigan state well you are joining the the ranks of other notable notable golfers like tiger woods and jack nicholas and phil lefty mickelson and Obviously, who can forget the nineteen <laughs> sixteen champion Chick Evans? Of course, uh, which is where they got the name Chick Fil A was after Chick Evans. So that's um, that's great. So good, good for him. And I love that Tom Izzo is texting reporters about it because that I think says everything <laughs> that it needs to about Tom Izzo and this school, which is we don't take ourselves too seriously, and everybody is worth celebrating at Michigan State when you do well. So I I think that's him. very true about Tom
2: Izzo. Um, but, uh, the, Greg, the other important thing about the victory is he gets to play in some additional tournaments and gets an exemption in his amateur
0: status as a result of this. I had a boy. No, no, no. no, I'm sorry. Not
1: an exemption. He gets an exemption as an amateur into into. That's right. They reserve spots in like the masters and a couple of other, the national circuit, um, the masters in the US
2: open and it, right. i think maybe he gets to go to the british open as well that's maybe. my
1: mans yeah open tournaments of course are open to both pros and amateurs right and the masters has reserved spots for amateurs as well but he wouldn't be able to join the pro circuit obviously if he declared that then he would lose his he would lose well, his he, exemption he may well be leaving us uh, i
2: believe he only has one year left and yeah
0: he's a senior right he's a fifth year
2: yeah he's a fifth year uh so this is a covid year so he could come back uh-huh. Or I believe he has an additional year of eligibility, but either way, I think it's pretty awesome that no matter what a a Spartan A did this and B uh, will be uh, t- partaking in those other tournaments, and C, this is the first person from the state of Michigan, I believe, in the tournament's history to win. Lovely. Love that. So that's great.
0: Take, take a hike, Ohio. We got one now, too. Get out,
2: um, Greg. Are you prepared yeah. to talk about off Grand River?
0: Uh, yeah, this Rose Bowl thing. Um, so here's uh, let's let's lift back the curtain. Um, and I was texted this article about how the Rose Bowl is petitioning to kind of present itself as above it all. Um, <laughs> I didn't read it, mm. so well you can't read. Here, let me just speculate what it says. Oh, my God. Yes, this is going to be good. Here's what I think it says. I I think it says, hey, hey, we're the Rose Bowl. Yeah. We're the granddaddy of them all.
1: They're roses.
0: Yeah. So, a couple things about us being the granddaddy of them all. That's a nice flower. I mm -hmm. I just
2: want to ask in advance, how many of the things you're about ready to say that the Rose Bowl said could Michigan – could you see Michigan also saying as an
0: institution? (laughs) Every single one. 100%. Word (laughs) for word. (laughs) There's what this is what the Rose Bowl is saying, yo. People have uh, heard of us now. Mm-hmm. We haven't been relevant, uh, you know, on a national scale since the late '90s. Um, but <laughs> hey, hey, have hey, hey! Michigan State played us. in one of those and beat yeah. Stanford. So yeah, and it was uh, it. it was a big deal. It was also not the national championship that year, uh, mm-hmm. as we like to talk about. So, um,
1: we've also been to that game though. Go
0: on. Well, we've been to the college oh, playoff, yeah, right? Yeah, not playoff, quite the right. national championship. Well,
1: that's true. Not quite.
0: Not, not quite. quite. So, uh, so there you have it, listener. Uh, you're better off now having uh tuned in to can't read, can't write. They, the
1: I problem. don't. I'm gonna say this. I did read it, and they used the the, the phrase "most favored nation" position. And I hate when people wow. use that because it's not actually what the term most favored nation means. Mm. That's correct. So it's just, it just belies their ignorance in, in economics terms and foreign policy terms. And clearly, if you can't master those two things, uh, you know, Laura Farber, you idiot. Maybe you shouldn't be trying to Legal compare terms. the Rose Bowl to Wimbledon.
2: Like, just... a most favored nation's uh, clause is a thing in a, um, in a contract.
0: Sure. But it, I so mean, maybe, it, you know, lawyers wrote this thing and lawyers, you know, use suck. that term in that way. Yeah. I have the same, I, I also recoil whenever someone uses the term gold standard for similar reasons. Yeah. Because it's like the gold standard was not the best way to do money, by the way. There's no intrinsic value to gold. What are you talking about? Can't we invent a better way of doing this?
2: <sighs>
0: anyway. Um, What do you guys want to talk about now? (laughs) This is the worst episode. Wow. No, this is a great episode. We got through a hundred episodes and now mailing it in. Mail it in. We're not
1: going to talk about Baylor tonight, but if we had, if we were going to talk about Baylor, we were going to talk about Ken Starr, which means we should talk about Ken Starr. And if folks or are maybe interested. We should,
2: just assign some, we should assign some homework so people know what happened in case. Okay. Okay. And then you can talk about Ken Starr. Go ahead. So for those who don't know, you might remember back in the day, Baylor <laughs> had a bunch of sexual assaults. Particularly, it was noted around their football team. So much so that uh, their coach, Art Bryles, who I believe we defeated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Vanquished, some might say. Um doing. That, uh, that Art Breals, uh ran off, had to retire, ran away, and then I believe on the podcast we covered that he went to
0: high school football. And well, and it, also it, so just to there? just to uh throw in there, my adopted uh Canadian football team, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, attempted to hire him as an offensive coordinator, mm. and he was run out of town once the Hamiltonians found out about his transgressions down at Baylor. So, truly. Truly a marked man in the football uh, community, but But
2: yeah, is doing great in high school, Texas football because or Texas high school football because they don't care about anything. But anyway, uh, yes, so Art brows went away and there has been a five year, five year investigation by the NCAA as to whether Baylor did anything wrong. Um, the allegation was, uh, among other things, that the the members of the football team received impermissible benefits as a result of being athletes because they were not uh, punished and, and apparently Title IX requirements were skirted. And the NCAA concluded, no, there was no NCAA violation. So uh, we wanted to talk about that. We're going to do uh, some thinking on whether we want to talk about it. But what is important to remember is that Ken Starr was their chancellor, and he's the worst. So
1: Plum, I'll turn it over to you again. Ken Starr was their chancellor at the time. The poor handling, lack of transparency, unwillingness to cooperate with investigators, et cetera, et cetera, uh, doomed Ken Starr, which is deeply ironic, considering of his uh, high horse-esque persecution of uh, Bill Clinton, which I'm not mm-hmm. making any commentary on whether Bill was right or wrong, only that you know Ken Starr had the uh, moral Puritans on his side with respect to, um, you know, chastity and virtue.
2: Plum, how could he be expected to handle this, though, if his hand was so busy?
1: This is a problem. Widely circulated photographs, in fact, one of the first you might find when searching uh, Ken Starr's name as the former chancellor of Baylor is him with a group of other white people doing what can only be described as a heil Kyle-esque gesture. Uh, while adorned in Baylor uh, memorabilia. So this is both unbecoming and completely on brand for Ken Starr, uh, who, you know, cares less about sexual assault survivors than he does um, himself, I suppose. So good for him.
0: And, and in this face. photograph, he's also wearing what could only be described as a Stephen Berry's style Baylor Correct. jersey with white T-shirt underneath.
2: I, I, mean, I imagine if Stone Cold Steve Austin wore a, a jersey, it would be a jersey like this. But then we've got like mild-mannered insurance salesman with the the sort of full sleeve white undershirt in association yeah
1: and you know that the stains in the underarms of that white shirt are every bit as yellow as the jersey that he's <laughs> the wearing yes <jersey> <laughs> well we can definitely agree that that's the case so that was it everybody there's more to say about Baylor that we're not going to get into this week but just you know that Ken Starr is a boob and a tiki torch holder, a tiki torch holder of boobs in general so good for him
2: All right, uh, gentlemen, let's head to our preview of the defense. Um, who's ready to talk about this? Great. Love it. So I'm going to talk a lot. (laughs) If anyone wants to chime in, take over.
0: Let's remember where we started. So last year, uh, yeah, 57th rushing defense, 74th passing defense, um, 56th overall, uh, Really, not what MSU fans have become accustomed to, right? Uh, over the years with Mark D'Antonio defenses. so uh,
2: Particularly when you consider that everyone on the defensive staff is seemingly
1: a current or former defensive coordinator. Can we just on ask?
2: Very reputable teams.
1: Can we just ask, was it ever a Mark D'Antonio defense or was it always a Pat Narduzzi defense? No, it was, it was always a Mark D'Antonio mm,
0: defense. Bad take. Okay. Bad take. I. I've had this conversation with so many people. Have you? I think this whole marked it, you know, Narduzzi left and then everything fell apart. Uh-huh. Bad take. Bad take. Bad take. Bad take. Okay, let
2: We yes. didn't even let's... talk about Coach D visiting campus. And then also, he's been seeing way too many former coaches. He saw Doozy. He saw Tressel. Apparently, he's hanging out with Rich Rod. I don't understand.
0: Well, he's got Rich Rod podcast merch. Which do you Rich think Rod- we can get him to wear? Can't re can't write? Well, if we go by Twitter followers, we should because <laughs> Rich Rod's Twitter handle for his podcast has fewer followers than our Twitter handle for our podcast. Huh. Oh god! So we definitely should be able to. B list, get us a get, us, a get hat. us something we can put on a hat, man. <laughs> we'll give you one. We'll give you one. We'll give Mark D'Antonio the other one. And uh, those will be the only two. Remember when we get stickers, we need more of those. Uh, Plum's got several of them. Um, I have
2: several. That's true. Yeah. Can he find them? I know exactly. They're where
1: everywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: They're All right. So,
1: there.
2: so last year, not great though. I do think we can ask, add a few asterisks to these stats a little bit. Yeah. Um. I mean, not all of them, not completely, but we can at least acknowledge context. Um, first, it seemed that uh, there was one team playing offense and one team playing defense the entire time all season. And that was Michigan State playing defense the entire time because the offense, with the exception of two games, couldn't stay on the field. Um The other thing as a result of that is because the offense liked to turn the ball over slash couldn't punt slash had terrible punt coverage. Um, The defense was always in bad field position, which Mm -hmm. leads to being bad at the scoring defense. Uh, Still though, not great. You know, it's Shakur Brown now with the Steelers left for the NFL, Antoine Simmons. We find out um, maybe some of the measurables weren't great. And, maybe he looked really great because the rest of the defense was not
0: really <clears throat> great. Or maybe he's really good and he just NFL GMs are idiots. It's yeah. possible.
2: Also possibly that, uh, I'd like to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, it, it is a season where the, uh, all of the secondary was shown the door for the most part. Um, we had no linebackers to begin with and we brought some in and then, um, We have a defensive line that seems to be the strong suit of the team. So, should I start talking about defensive line or? Well, here, let's
0: just do this. So, I don't think we need to like go over every single dude on the defensive line technique and stuff here. But I think what we're doing effectively is we're going from position that you can have the most confidence in position group to least confidence. So, to illustrate that point, I'm just gonna read some names from the defensive line to illustrate that you've heard of these people, you know what to expect. So we've got the Jordans, the Beasleys, the Slades, the Panashooks, the Hunts, the the Mallory's, you know, I mean, these are known commodities on the defensive line and they represent probably arguably the strongest position group on the team. Is that fair to say?
2: I mean, I, I would, I would suspect wide receiver and running back would have conversations about it, but if you said, this is it, you, you have a fighting, you have a fighting position group. That's it. that's a valid argument to make for sure.
0: Yeah. And and, and the other thing that we're going to get here is that there's going to be a lot of experience at this position. There's going to be a fair amount of size and a fair amount of speed. So, um, Defensive end is almost something that you can take for granted for the purposes of a defensive preview, I think.
2: Yeah, Uh, I think Panashouk and Beasley are maybe our starters. But we got Drew Jordan, who came in as a transfer. Uh, Jack Camper showed out like Michael Fletcher looks to be a boss now. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Mike Trussell used to the the defensive uh, coordinator from two years ago and last year's safeties coach used to talk about how you should have a pair and a spare. This is a position group that we have two dudes who can do the job and two more who can do the job.
0: And, and it's good. a position group coached by Ron Burton who <laughs> always yes. gets kudos. Whenever yes. his name comes up, people are happy to have Ron Burton around. So yeah, you almost lost him to Indiana. Yeah. But we didn't. We didn't. Um, so, uh, oh, other news. Tank Brown, uh, one of the big transfers, this one from Minnesota, Minnesota's best player from uh, on paper from the last recruiting class, appears, if I'm not mistaken, to have moved from linebacker to defensive line, right? So uh, we'll have another guy edge rushing in all likelihood. Yeah. Um, but who knows how much... How many snaps he's gonna get this season? Yeah,
2: the, the only thing that's interesting for for nerds about this is that it it's been believed so Mel Tucker likes to talk about being multiple, which what he means by that is using multiple formations. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked a lot about how uh Scotty Hazleton runs a four two five, and um that has to do with four guys up front. And then we did talk about how when Mel Tucker was hired, that historically he runs a three-man front. If you're running a three-man front, you almost certainly have a guy like a tank Brown who can be up at the front of the line who's sort of a stand-up edge rusher and it mm. sounds like that's what tank Brown is going to be doing mm. um, I believe he had one of the like uh, body transformation photos that went up and he um, he seems ready to rock and roll I guess is what it, you know I don't know that he'll see too many snaps this year, but he's a good pickup i all the same.
0: His name is tank. So yeah. uh, what about our linebackers?
2: So, uh, shout out to last week's pod coached by Ross Ells. Uh, they, who's also our special teams coordinator. Um, last year lost Antoine Simmons, who was easily the best player on our defense last year, I guess, other than maybe Shakur Brown. Um, people might also remember that it's a position that was incredibly thin last year. And that's saying something because we went from three linebackers down to two. Yeah.
0: It was thin and got thinner. <laughs> yes. over The, uh, the off season.
2: Um, and that was also, it was, it got even worse because, it, because Luke Fulton, who was a four star recruit under Mark D'Antonio was dismissed from the team for being in a fight. Um, so this is a place where there are two big pickups in the off season. And one giant recruit who's come in to the team. So uh the returners are Noah Harvey and Chase Klein. Uh, I don't want to besmirch them, but it there's more competition in the room. Yeah. Uh, we've added Quivarius Crouch, who is a uh transfer from Tennessee. He's a uh oh man, I messed up that acronym. Uh, I'm just going to change that because it's going to bother me. Uh, So he's a transfer from Tennessee who is a five star running back out of high school who made the business decision based upon his body type to turn into a linebacker. He is an he's a project, but like a really, really good project Um, and
0: was cited, I believe, a couple of times as the most athletic guy on the on the defense.
2: Oh yeah. And, and I think I, I tried really hard to find the the clip, but someone was doing an impersonation of him. Uh, apparently he's a very competitive guy in like a, we're not going to lose to the offense. Like he sounds like he might be a good leader long-term on the defense, uh, for sure. Um, so that's a big pickup. The other big pickup is Ben Van Sumeren, who is a transfer from the university of Michigan. Um, Ben, uh, had uh is a large human being. I guess let's start there. That's um, a lot of dude, lot of dude. Guy's
0: been eating a lot of chicken over at the old Case Hall.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> president, presidential I, chicken. President. <laughs> but it
2: seems like Ben couldn't find a great home at Michigan either way. Um at times he was a fullback, then he became a linebacker. His snaps were here and there and and not at times. And uh, it it definitely seems like for whatever reason, Michigan was not a good home for him. Um, now I would argue that Michigan's not a good home for anyone, but that's just me. Um, so Ben probably has the athleticism to push for time. Noah Harvey has the reps in the system and and they're kind of the two dudes who are probably fighting for a spot. The other person to keep an eye on, only because he's was such a highly touted recruit is Ma Nateate, um, who is the highest rated recruit out of the Mel Tucker era uh, is a freshman linebacker who honestly, guys, it, I feel like we're probably not going yeah. yeah, to see him
0: much. Don't expect. Yeah.
2: You know, he's not been. Mel Tucker seems like a control freak, I guess is the best place to start. And, I don't think the 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 clips that come out, the highly produced packages, you know, clips that come out of practices. I don't think that the people we see in those are a coincidence. Right. And I don't see a lot of the being featured in those clips.
0: I also don't think my man's Noah Harvey is going to let some true freshman come in and take his minutes. So no,
2: uh, Though unrelated. This is maybe a hint for next week. Keon Coleman getting a lot of run in those clips.
0: Mm.
2: Um. So anyway, uh, it yeah, I think this will be a f- a fun position group this year. Maybe one that's a bit fluid at times, but I I, I hope I think this is a, when we talk about the transfers adding competition and elevating everyone's game. This among every position is the one that I think that is most true that you would like to believe that there's been an, an elevation in the position. It's not just transfers coming in and
0: taking spots. Before we move on, we should acknowledge that Crouch did get snaps for Tennessee last year, and there were some critiques of his game. However, he was a true freshman at the time, and things change. And you
2: also know about his coach, right?
0: Yes. And also, it was at Tennessee, so.
2: Oh, no, but his position, coach in particular, was the one sanctioned for giving out cash in McDonald's bags. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, that coach... That coach was not there to uh, to coach.
0: Not there for the right reasons. All right. Next up, secondary, final position group. So, uh, speaking of being uh, coached by a former defensive coordinator, Harlan Barnett, of course, uh, and uh, Mr. Traveris, Tillman now, right? Yeah, Travis Tillman.
2: Yep. Um, he replaced uh, Mike Tressel when he departed.
0: So this is a, so again, we're going in descending order of even names that you recognize could, could also there, just be uh, another way of putting this. Uh, this is a position group that has just entirely turned over almost,
2: right? Yeah, so let's start with, if you don't mind, I think the, the f- most of the names you're going to know are at the safety position, who mm-hmm. I think you'll see have playing time. Um, And even then, like so, it's a little bit. I, I guess, Kevin, it's worth saying. I think for for listeners, it's a little hard to talk about in a traditional. These are the cornerbacks, and these are the safeties under a Mel Tucker system, mm-hmm. because of the what is known as the nickel back, which refers to the fifth defensive back on the field. Because depending on the situation, that person can have different responsibilities. So there's some dudes who play, have played safety who might play Nickelback. And there are some dudes who have played corner who also might play Nickelback. And so um, and then hopefully none of them play the band Nickelback because that would be a tragedy.
0: It's too easy, bro. Do better. <laughs> Come on, man. Tell that to Nickelback.
2: Anyway, uh, so names you might recognize. Obviously, Xavier Henderson been around forever mm-hmm. michael dowell also seemingly been around forever but that's probably because his brothers have also been around
0: right right forever that's the that's the dowell situation
2: yeah the doubt it's it's like an allen um calon yep. Gervin has been around for a, a good chunk of time now as a cornerback um angelo gross was a freshman last year
0: and Got a real run st-
2: real standout mm-hmm. played the nickelback last year and has now moved opposite Xavier Henderson as a safety. Uh, it And Mel Tucker has given him the nickname Sugar Weasel. <laughs> An homage to the Honey Badger.
0: Honey Badger. It's not quite a Honey Badger. It's maybe a Sugar Weasel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, either way, it seems like Angela Gross will probably be starting. Um which means is interesting because it makes the nickelback position a bit complicated because you might suspect that Michael Dowell would be uh, getting some run. Uh, And then there's the transfers. So uh, Chester Kimbrough from Florida.
1: Not a made up name,
2: surprisingly. No, no. Uh, Chester Kimbrough, a four star um, recruit at, at Florida who it seems like, just got a little passed on the depth chart, but played, wasn't bad, just, you know, just got passed a little bit because Florida over-recruits in that position. Um, And then Ronald Glover, who came from Alabama, um, started in junior college and then worked his way up, got into Alabama, and then ended up getting hurt, and as a result of getting hurt, got passed on the depth chart. Um, It sounds like Ronald Glover will be starting opposite Kalen Gervin as as a cornerback
0: this reminds me to ask you the question have you started watching atlanta yet i've not bro oh
1: did you even go to emory dude you loser
2: <laughs> i i did i i you went to emory i didn't go to emory well i don't i don't know man i don't know you know is this a quote from Atlanta that I don't I need to be in on the joke?
0: Nope. Maybe it is. You'll you apparently don't know.
2: Yeah, I better watch the show. You know honestly, next up, Kaminsky Method was what I was gonna watch next. Yikes,
0: to my knowledge that was not a reference to the show, correct?
1: correct. <laughs> I went Emory, that was the reference to me because I was bored. So, okay, anyway, um, <laughs> it's
2: boring, honestly. So, Kevin, uh, because I'm just gonna jump no! to, to the Ask side from this question. <laughs> Plum, this is a position, we, plum, is a position we, we don't know a ton about, and and, but
1: I'm weirdly optimistic.
0: Yeah, it's weird to be optimistic.
1: Listen, whenever, okay, whenever you fine. can use the phrase too deep and Nickelback in the same position group, I think you have reasons to be optimistic, right? Do you think too deep is a single by Nickelback? I don't not think it isn't.
0: Yeah, I think it's a B-side. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) B B-side?
1: Rare
2: B-side. That's nice. Uh, All right. Uh, So before we move on to Twitter questions, I guess, you know, knowing how bad last year was by the numbers and with the asterisks there, you know, to the extent that the defense can take responsibility for what they do and not be saddled with, Poor offensive production. What do we hope for out of out of the defense this year?
0: Well, first we should put those defensive numbers in context of offensive rushing touchdown numbers. Yeah. Yes. Before being too harsh on them. Uh overall, I, I think it's safe to say that f- from everything that we've discussed, um, these are the areas due to roster turnover where actually we have Probably the most known quantities, uh, especially on the defensive line and then to a lesser degree, the linebacking core. So uh, I think it's probably likely that defense will be the strongest unit on the team. Any disagreement with that?
2: Until I see a competent offensive line, I have zero reason to disagree with that. Correct. There we go. I would have said that about last year's team also. Also
1: punting. So just don't forget about punting.
0: Think about our new punting walk-ons. You've got them. From Clarkston. Preferred. Professor. We know how,
1: preferred. We know how
0: mm. MSU loves their Clarkston athletes. So mm. an MSU Twitter mm. loves soon. to love them. Too well, soon.
1: If anyone can, can replicate, uh, what is it? Denard, what was his first name? I just always love that guy, Darquez. Darquez. Oh boy! Oh boy!
0: He was great, right? right? That was that well, was like, bad news. No one is going to replicate Darquez Dinard this year. Okay,
1: well, if anyone could get close, it's going to be. Let me choose one of these names. It will be Chuck Brantley. Yeah, I did it.
0: Oh no, I did it. Chuck Brantley, one hundred and fifty pounds. Someone who we didn't the smallest dude on the yeah, team. Yeah, it will be. But why not?
1: Could probably not angelo gross what is his yeah, there name you go. thank you Sugar Weasel. i'm the greatest sugar weasel. his name is sugar we weasel it. oh that's we so good
0: it. so listeners uh sometimes what we do we have this practice where if one of us needs to leave we write it in the outline alex Uh-oh. has to pee which is exactly what happened, what happened. Yep. while we were discussing oh, no. what angela gross's no. nickname was so uh there's a little inside baseball uh, well, we'll yourself, we're but, talking about football,
1: but dear listener, we also outlined this. So how is one to know that we're jumping around the outline? You know, how is one well, to know no, if we're, we didn't, we car. didn't jump around the outline. We just,
0: we were uh, moving on. We're in the, in the white space between right. Angela gross, type five nicknames and Twitter's All right, little egg, on, on, little
1: egg on. on plum's face. A little plum egg today, everybody. <laughs> Hope you're all happy. You got to see a little plum fried egg. That's fine.
0: Human after all. Human after all. <laughs> all right on to the twitter questions are we ready shall we let's do it yes this is easily our sloppiest episode um no. i usually hate it when podcasts talk just openly about the podcast itself but i'm doing it now because it's, it's the easy. summer
1: now is the time to get it out of our system
0: yes oh wait speaking of getting things out of our system uh we should talk about tailgates
1: Oh, oh, sure. I'm sure, gonna sure. okay, ladies and gentlemen. I want to invite everybody that is a listener to the pod to an event that really is being hosted at by, Arby's. At Arby's by Kevin Greck at Arby's because it's happening in East Lansing where he lives. His address will be posted mm-hmm. later on.
0: We have um, an Arby's. That'll Wendy's, be the address.
1: It's Wendy's for Kevin. It's uh, Wendy's. Also true. <laughs> well, whatever the <laughs> lankiest fast food option is is where we will be. Um, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Three Star Jack we, in the Box. Is there a Jack in the Box there?
0: Maybe. You'll find out a couple weeks.
1: Folks, we just want you to know now, because September 11th, never forget, is the day that we will be gathering together to celebrate a noon game against Youngstown State, and we could not even fathom that football game, our very own Mike Jones, back in the pocket of the lovely mitten, uh, not celebrating that with all y'all. So a morning tailgate has to be had. I might make eggs. I might take the eggs off my face. And scramble them for you.
0: Delicious. Yeah.
2: Can Can we go to Big B and get like some coffee and then put whiskey in it and then
1: walk to the tailgate? Is that <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. I want that. Definitely an option. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 Could have gone to Espresso Rail, but they're not there anymore.
0: Well, nah. that's because all the espresso royals went away. Well, But honestly, it is a bummer. They
1: seemed like the kind time. of the Borders books of uh, of, of coffee shops.
0: That's that a big cell phone. Really
1: I'm offended on, yes, on behalf of your mother. I'm yep. offended on behalf of Linda.
0: I so, didn't know if we were going to say it, but that was a big Jones family cell phone. Yes, it
1: was don't think massive acid cell phone. And I bet, I bet Cliff, who is listening right phone? now, is yes, I am saying cell, cellular telephone. I am going to just say, I bet Cliff is letting his lovely wife know right now that yep. their son has dishonored them both. Wow.
0: And uh, I want to say for the record that I always preferred the the Borders e-reader called the
2: <laughs> No you didn't. No the you didn't whatever. <laughs> because because
0: Walmart
2: came out with and discontinued an e-reader before Borders came out with their first
0: e-reader. <laughs> they were so far behind. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So details of this will be <laughs> forthcoming, but make it your business to be, to be in there. East Lansing. You got to be there on September 11th. You People have will to never be forget. there.
1: You have to be there.
2: We will. Uh, we will do some uh, some more sort of uh, brainstorming, some vision board uh, of, of of details. But uh, obviously, follow us on Twitter at Spartan underscore Pod, and we will make sure that details are shared with the masses
0: um, and if it greases your wheels i'll be drinking scotch and anyway. everything that implies so be there. honestly
2: what that implies has me concerned about staying with you
0: <laughs> all right yeah. so uh we'll we'll uh, keep an eye out on twitter for details for that um but first up twitter questions ct and tc I think um ct will skip zone own
2: game to come to our tailgate his wife is a Spartan.
0: Well then, yeah, All obviously. Right. Absolutely. Um, Plum, first up, from CTNTC. When you were in college, would it have been the most ap- what would have been the most apt uh, NIL uh, sponsorship for you? I butchered that, I apologize. No, I but- want
1: you to do it again, but in German this time.
0: Voss machtrockenense hates. Oh)
1: <laughs> Ken Star did not appreciate that question. Um, For me, I wonder what it would be. I would almost say for. I want to actually. We should do these for each other. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to do it for Jones. I think Jones would have been Sierra Nevada beer because. Wait, wait, not Big Ten Burrito? No, because you worked for them. Um, There's a conflict there. Okay. I just think I just remember. You know, we would always just drink garbage beer. But you, in my mind at least, were classy because you liked that beer that I didn't even like because it was so classy, which probably says a lot about me. And I hope you, honestly, in retrospect, I don't, I don't care for that beer. Um, that's really saddening to me for now and a lot of reasons. Um, but we for all, me, we all all know, grow. I don't know what, what, what mine would have been. Can the, can the can the residence hall sponsor sponsor me? Could I have been sponsored by residence life?
0: They don't have any money.
1: Uh, yeah, uh. no.
2: Uh. Plum is uh, sponsored by ASNSU. Oh my god, I could have been.
1: I literally could have been that too.
0: And Greg is sponsored by Sadness because no one chose to answer this question for him. <laughs> uh, next up from CT and TC, Jonesy, uh, what's the song that you can't get out of your head?
2: Uh, obviously, it's Maneater. <laughs> I know it's Can you just cut that in right there? Can you? Just cut uh, it in? Maybe. You got, you got the clip.
0: You maybe. Got I'm always equipped with the man-eater. And finally, No, this one's for you. No, this uh, one's for
1: you, I'm afraid, my tall friend. After losing the first game in the Champions Classic and facing criticism, Izzo says, I'm done with this. I'd like to see you coach. Whereupon, a random drawing names you, Kevin the Grouch, the newest MSU head coach. What is your finishing position in the B1G?
0: Ooh.
1: I like the B1G.
0: I like that. Ooh. Um... Well, I think we would be dead last. No. Oh, my God. And I'll explain oh, why. Why? Hold on. Let me explain why. Minnesota
1: In, and, and Nebraska. I exist. mean, Illinois? Like, come on.
0: Uh, Illinois is going to be good this Not year. Not since by the way. Bruce
1: Weber. No, I refuse it.
0: What? what? Did you what? listen to the podcast that you helped host? No. Do you, Do you remember out? last season? Nope. Mm-mm. Do you know who nope. Kofi Coburn is? I know, I don't, and hey, I won't, right. it's a.
1: Hey, hey, it's not Coburn, it's Cockburn, and so that's the first <laughs> fucking thing, and I won't hear another word about it.
2: Sorry. Kevin, I'm just going to send you a calendar invite that says staffing on it, and, um, you, you know, we'll just talk about it.
0: Here's Here's why. First day of practice, all I've ever heard about Tom Izzo coaching is the war drill, right? So I would get the pads, and I would get in there, and I'd be like, all right, guys, we're war drilling. <laughs> and then Madi Sissoka would go up and obliterate me, and I would just evaporate into pink mist. And then there would be no head coach for the rest of the season, and they would go oh, in 24 or whatever, however many games there are. We always go to the tournament, so I don't know how many games there are.
2: You um, y- You wouldn't just retain... Dwayne Stevens and be like, hey, I'm new to this coaching thing. Uh, can you help
0: me be a better coach? That's cheating out the question, Michael, and I won't allow it. There
2: it is. Some, sc- some schools in the Big Ten bring on a new coach and then they retain a coach slash get a very experienced one to come on and help out. Some schools do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You wouldn't try? It yeah. seems to be a successful model.
0: No, I would send them all home.
2: Okay. Would you call Dane Vyfe back and be like, hey, you want to come back, bro?
0: Dane Joel, I need you, my man. And he would say, I'd rather take my dumb chances uh, (laughs) at Indiana. I still don't understand that move. Can we talk about
2: how he's kind of an idiot?
0: I genuinely still do not understand that move. All right. So.
2: Um, I think last is probably correct, but I, I do think it's worth remembering that Penn state and Minnesota do field basketball teams.
0: It's true. I'm probably better than Minnesota,
2: but and it's, it's possible that it just doesn't work for Hoiberg over at Nebraska. It, I mean, he tra- he transfers in so many dudes that I even mean, one quit on a season. <laughs> like it's, it's possible you also outdo Nebraska.
0: Be nice to the mayor. All right. Next up from E-man center, Jonesy, You get to pick an all-star MSU basketball alumni team that has to beat today's U of M squad. Conditions, you have to fill each position. Two, each player must come from a different Final Four team, i.e. no Tillman and Winston. And last condition, they have to play as they are now. Uh, All right,
2: I didn't do enough research on this. So, um, I mean... Dream all. Obviously, <laughs> you, no, you, obviously. You have to take Cassius. Okay. You have to take Cassius. Because I, was who,
0: say, I thought you were going to say Draymond, the guy with the yes, gold medal. Oh,
2: no, no, no. I, I'm getting there. And Bryn. Take Bryn. Is, oh, Bryn. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm taking Bryn right now. Yeah. I'm taking Bryn right now. Um, yeah. So I'm going to put Draymond at the four. I'm going to take Cassius at the one.
1: I might put I might
2: put Draymond at the five because in college
0: mm-hmm. he's got
2: everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could lock that spot down. Do you disagree, Greg?
0: No, I don't disagree at all. All right,
2: yeah. So uh, all right, I'm putting
1: uh, Draymond at the five. Yep. Cash is at the one. You got to put
0: Brynn at the two. Brynn at, at the two. Yep. So you got a, uh, you got a three
2: and a four. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, you know what? You I'm gonna put-, put Raymar at three
0: just because you saw him what um, a what a what a
1: comely gentleman what an absolute handsome man who do you are i
2: mean who are you gonna put in their current fighting weight at the three
0: i mean right right now you've got a team even with just four men on five that's gonna decimate any college basketball team (laughs) so it does not matter like E Man Center, with all due respect to your question, we were able to put together a very good crew <laughs> without needing anyone else. So, Wait,
2: did oh, Jaron did never reach a final four, did he?
0: Well, he just had one season. And uh, do we remember how that season went in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it was not great, it was not great,
2: which means I can't pick Miles either.
0: Nope, can't pick uh, Miles.
2: Man, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, hmm. Mm. Uh, one thing that is available to you is that the two thousand nine two thousand ten teams, the Draymond team, you have another guy from that could from I, that team that you can grab. Could I
2: put Zell at the three?
0: Oh no, because you took Raymar, so you 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 don't have that.
2: Could I put Zell at the three?
0: Uh, sure.
2: Did he play with Did he play with Draymond?
0: No, I think all of a sudden we're we're breaking the rules it doesn't matter all right moving on four would have worked e-man center fun fun question though like let's mm -hmm.
2: let's let's give a shout out fun question i like this question uh send more like that uh next up spartan stadium decides to add a beer deck within the student section for alumni this is cruel (laughs) yeah all right spartan stadium decides to add a beer deck within the student section for alumni (laughs) As the committee, you three need to decide what this deck needs to have in order to be great i e the size of it plum prefers small how many alums can be there? greg prefers an elite group mm-hmm. intimate mm-hmm. uh beer choice aesthetic glass paneled right greg uh yeah. and how to get tickets etc so uh plum as a member of the uh d a c uh Start me off with the deck that is amongst
1: the students.
0: Wait, a, we're just out in everything. We're we're putting it all out there.
1: Yeah, it's this is going to be ungainly. Uh, well, and then in in true fashion, it's made of marble. Obviously, it is encrusted uh, in, in with the uh, glass. It's just gla- it's all glass and marble, and it's it's somewhat elevated. It sticks out of the student section, but it is elevated above the students, right? So that the alumni feel. Like they're in the student section, but they're very clearly separated from it. They can't be bothered by or otherwise maybe
2: like a protruding glass ball of sorts. It could be it could <laughs> like be it sort could of be
1: Death Star esque orbular, or as it were. Yeah. So I think that's I think it's what you're looking at.
0: Um The only thing that I would add is uh to borrow an element, the only element I know about the Rutgers home football experience and that yeah. would be the hot tubs throw some hot tubs on there hot tubs that's what that's what you want, what what's, you, want. what's
2: your what's your beer choice on this
1: uh, it's clearly it's just Sierra Nevada <laughs> right <laughs> just that's it everywhere and only it like on tap in a bottle there's a fountain well, of it. it it's upsetting how much should, we went you, in on this
2: you don't think we should give a shout out to uh alum uh the bells family
1: i don't think we should do bells i think it should be shorts brewery personally because i prefer shorts in fact i'm drinking a little soft parade right now so Lovely. it's in shorts always has the best flavors and in fact you could ask the shorts to make you an msu brew which they would do and that mm-hmm. will be highlighted every year so
0: not to it. worry bells family i had an oberon earlier that was my first beer mm-hmm. so we yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i mean it mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. sierra nevada
2: Maybe they, maybe there could be like a chocolate stout that partners with a dairy
1: store or something. Oh, you know? sis, I love that. Well, the dairy store will definitely be available to you there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it,
2: it, it's, uh, it's like elevated ice cream sandwiches. But
1: can we, can we go back to that just for a second? I mean, this is not what E-Man Center asked, but can we can we ask, like, why don't – why isn't the dairy store represented at Spartan Stadium? Why aren't they represented at the they, Baldwin? They, are Maybe. they
0: very much yeah. are. The, yeah.
1: they are the, the ice cream sandwiches? No, yeah. they're not the ice cream sandwiches are the garbage Nestle toll house, whatever the hell's they're not dairy store, not at certain stadium. Correct
0: information. Listeners. Yeah. This is incorrect. Plum,
1: Plum, Plum. Information.
2: Plum is more out of touch with MSU than
1: I am. I apparently. am not wrong on this. I mean, it, to be fair, it's been a couple of seasons since I was at a football game, but I, the ice cream sandwich I got was not dairy store ice cream sandwich. Yep.
0: I can't help you with this, except for to say that I have absolutely had dairy store ice cream sandwiches. Was that when you were in the stadium. club?
1: Was that when you were Listen, up in the the next question from Eman Center. Bitch.
0: Last, my username is Eman Center. 12-year-old me was cringe. Thank you for uh clearing that up, Eman Center. appreciate it. Next up from Garv. And
1: Two great questions. No, they were they were good questions. questions. Thank you, Eman. Uh, these
0: would have won these
2: might have won power rankings. They were. Really also, that's an when
0: we were going to ask listeners to like answer the questions that we did such a poor job on in the comments. I nominate this MSU basketball alumni team question mm. for to be debated in the comments if you guys want to do that. Next up from Garver, uh, Jonesy, as a coach, is it better to be feared or loved? Mm.
2: Mm. It's loved. It's loved. I'm sorry. It's loved. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but you don't want,
1: you, you need mm. to be feared. No, you, you don't. Y- no, look need a at little the fear. The, the, in, in, all the players in Ann Arbor will tell you right now that they are afraid of Jim Harbaugh because he is an absolute loon, because he's mentally L- unfit yeah. to lead, and they're literally scared. So I'm telling you, whether that fear is because the person should be committed to an asylum or because you're afraid they're going to take away your scholarship, it's still not the kind of working environment you want. You can literally do it to be loved. Yeah.
2: You, th- you said, all right, all right, all right, I'm right, fine,
1: fine. All right. This one, to- next one up is for the Grooch Prop bet of the week from Anthony Garvert. Literally the only reason that I'm on the pile anymore. The number of weeks that Anthony Russo... Is that...
0: Is that <gasps> wow. Like I said, putting it all out there. All out
1: there today. This week. Garvert, I know you have a kid, but marry me. The number of weeks that Anthony Russo <laughs> will be starting at quarterback this season versus the team's...
0: Turnover margin. Turnover
1: margin. I'm like, touch off margin. <laughs> <The> time out? <laughs> time out margin. Yeah, that would <laughs> the other one. Wow.
0: This is <sighs> truly embarrassing. Uh, I'm gonna We're... say Russo far and above. I it's my position that he is gonna be the starter this season.
2: Greg, do you think that when the season comes around we should just have Plum give his takes on the game and then just sort of react to those? Would that be a good form? You shouldn't even
1: game? react to them. You should let me give my take and then just go on with what the actual take is. Like I just was like like a four year old talks at dinner and everyone just keeps talking around them. <laughs>
2: Should we just mute you?
1: <laughs> all
2: right, next up bet- by Garver. Between Plum, Grek, and Jonesy, who would be the best choice for MSU's AD job?
0: Well, I've already been reduced as to a pink mist as the basketball coach. That's fair. So and I'm out. And,
1: and, I'm, and I have to be out because I'm clearly the most beakman of all of us, which means... Process of elimination, Jonesy, you're the next athletic director at Michigan We're State. We're doomed.
0: It's over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: to be fair, though, in the end, Plum will say a lot of really important things that make people say, "You should be that Plum guy. Mm. But you have the law guy. degree, right? Yeah, but I don't use it. Well, they don't know that. And I regret getting it. Don't tell them All that. right.
0: Uh... Oh, E-Man Center There's... part two. Wow.
2: No, Wait, he, no oh, he, this, is just a, this is a callback to the last episode. We didn't need to say it
0: again. <sighs> All right, cool. Okay. Joe Ashworth. Uh, Plum, what's your go-to hangover cure? I don't know why I asked this question. Th- I think this is probably Jonesy's question, but go ahead, Plum. No, I, I'll <laughs> take it. <No>! <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
1: Jason and I last night had a wedding on a yacht, and I woke up in the middle of the night Rag. to go pee. And when I did, I took two Tylenol, and I slammed a bottle of water. That is my hangover cure.
0: That's actually the true hangover cure, isn't it? Josie, what else you got? Uh,
2: So, well, let's assume you didn't do the the advanced work of, like Plum said, taking the Advil or whatever, drinking the water. Um, B-complex vitamins at the end of the night also help uh, sometimes. I've been told, and I've not had the pleasure of trying it yet, but that, uh, like club soda with bitters, splashes of bitters, are apparently great hangover cures.
0: Oh. Okay.
2: So, Good to know. I don't know. It's a little hair of the dog, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. But Which otherwise, does work.
0: In my Sleep experience. Sleep and
2: food. Sleep and food is the cure. Uh, next up from Joe Ashworth Are we at golf school now? As we've
0: established at the top? Yes. Yes.
2: According to Tom, Izzo, we are anyway. Um. Last from Joe Ashworth. I live in Milwaukee. Greg, he should go to the Northwestern game, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you have not been to the Northwestern game, you should go. You got to go. Uh, On OP. Yeah. It's, uh, there's not a bad seat in the house because they're all like five yards from the turf. It's an easy uh, drive
1: to get to Evanston, by the way, you, from Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, maybe from the north. I've never attempted it, but probably. No, it is.
1: It's less than three. It's two hours, two and a half hours. It's straight a, straight oh, shot. Yes
0: they go, Gotta go. and uh, you're going to be surrounded by msu alumni uh so and then you hop on the
1: that. uh you hop on the allen you go downtown you go to some bars you could go to the um what's the big museum that's right there on the water the field the field museum great museum
0: the art museum the field museum there's the museum of art and science there's the strat aquarium there's go stay
1: at the trump hotel people love
0: things go do things Next up, Kevin
2: Greck from Matt Thasier. When did you know that MSU is now a golf school?
0: Well, I mean, it's certainly not a lacrosse school, right? Oh, that is fair. Yeah, look at these questions. Matt Thasier, welcome back to go all in pretending that you knew who James Pyatt was before this week. Next question from Matt Thasier How many of your Twitter followers would it take to scramble in a scramble to beat James Pyatt? Probably. Probably all of them. All of them. Right. Literally all the of them. the
2: question is who can make the better scrambled eggs, I think it's me. It's me. They're on my
1: face. Finally, <sighs> do you... Matt Thasier asks to himself... Do you even know James? who James White is? But isn't the better question, how do you even know how to pronounce Fasier? You guys are both pronouncing this man's last name with such confidence as does not befit either of your stations in
0: life. This but- is a former active Twitter questioner that has uh, come back to us come just in time for us to, to rag on him a little bit for this group of questions that he's hit us with. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know who James Piot is? Is the next one, bro. You did not know who James Piot was like, who are, who are we pretending? Come on. No one knew who this dude, I wasn't going down the roster on the golf team.
2: Next Matt Thager. With a question I'm confused by, uh, did you know you now actually have some MSU sports news to cover this week? Matt, I run a podcast on Michigan State sports. (laughs) I know when there is and is not things to talk about. And in case you were curious, welcome late to the party. There was more last week than there is this week.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how we get one of our old Twitter questioners back, and we're just like, "Go away!" Slam, slam.
2: How could you? How could you ask so more questions than we allow, and they
1: were all dumb? Next, <laughs> Next up, we're glad Raymond- you're back, Matt Fazer. Please keep engaging with us.
2: <laughs> Next up, Raymond Chains. Who came up with the phrase "tuck
0: coming"? Hmm. God.
2: I was I it, it you Raymond Rico beard. Was it Rico beard? I think it might've been Rico beard.
0: It's better for the mythology. If we don't know who it yeah,
2: is, I agree. I, I think it's funnier if it's Rico beard, but anyway, uh, next up from Raymond this week in behind the scenes with Tom Izzo, Tom reacts to the NCAA's pro provo- the NCAA's proposal for <laughs> athletes to have an academics free experience future plans are made for preseason basketball to see MSU play five teams in five days and midnight madness organizers contemplate giving Izzo a jet pack for his year. This year's season opener. Raymond, you also use two spaces between a period and I'm not a fan of that. Anyway. Wow. Right.
0: We can, we can, you know, take it easy on our Twitter questionnaires. Okay. We appreciate someone, this. Someone
2: else did that and I'm pretty sure they were trying to troll me. Anyway.
0: <laughs> um, is this real? This first thing I have not seen this. Is this the academics free experience?
1: No, I don't think that's okay. Right. I, I was it, gonna it, say no, I hope that can't. That can't. I mean, that's. I mean, at that point, Mark Emmert literally has to self-immolate because the NCAA <laughs> has totally lost all credibility. I mean, they have already, but like literally,
2: Mike uh, Mark Emmert reminds me of um, the guy who played. Uh, Who's the sort of monk or friar or brother or whatever in uh, uh, what's the in not Angels and Demons but the oh boy oh you know what boy it, you, come on. the Da Vinci this Code the Da Vinci brilliant. Code yeah. the Da Vinci Code Tom
0: Hanks. we only watch nope. don't know fine literature adaptations All right, never mind moving on we don't watch garbage. Dan
1: Brown garbage listen Kevin yeah. Greck will anyone predict that Michigan will be number one this year. I we think didn't the react answer, to the behind the scenes, but yes. Well, good job, Raymond. Thank you. We love your behind the scenes. They make us laugh and giggle.
0: <laughs> this, this was outline Plum uh, explaining behind the scenes. The Uh Will anyone predict that Michigan will be number one this year? I believe the answer was no, right? There, except the for
1: some Doomba who just uh, bet. Uh, what was it? Twenty five hundred dollars? Did you see this? 20, some guy put in yes. twenty five hundred dollars in uh, at MGM, and if they if they win. I guess if they make the national championship game, it'll pay out 50K. No, 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 just
0: just the college football playoff. Oh, it's just
1: the playoff. They'll make 50K. The expanded playoff, or is that not yet?
0: Just the four teams? Not yet. Just the four. Just, just the four. All right. I mean, it's, that's not a terrible... I mean, that's a huge...
1: I'm not going to get rid of I'm not going to throw $2,500 away for a fucking khaki-wearing Goomba. Just die. If you place
2: that bet, you need to call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: That's oh, you I'm have, have a problem for sure. Mike Jones, Nate C. asks... How do you take your coffee? Black. Also, Nate C., welcome back. We've missed you. Nate, we've missed you. Nate, hold on. This is actually for Nate. Nate, I'm going to tell you, because you probably do this too now, because you were on a boat in the Pacific. Was he in the Pacific? I think he was in the Pacific, right? I think so. I'm going to make that assumption. And you know, Nate, I lived in the Pacific, and I took my coffee, which means very black, very sweet and very powdered, which is like the powder creamer. And so really it loses its whole. It's It's not really coffee at that point. It's
0: really no longer coffee. Yeah. Anymore. Uh,
1: When was the last time
2: you had to work nights? Plum. Uh,
1: College, I guess. I worked. No. I don't think I've
0: ever worked nights. Mm,
1: I was thinking I was thinking I did the door duty, but I didn't do the door duty. You did the door duty. I did do the door.
0: Yeah, but you did the rounds. I did do. Uh, you're
1: right. Okay, you're right. When I was in college, yeah, I wasn't right. You, you had you had to wake you up at had like
2: rounds yep, 1:30. and you would come to a party. You were the worst. I was the worst.
1: I. But to be
0: fair, I still am. Yeah. So I couldn't tell when he had made worst. the rounds or when he hadn't made the rounds. It yeah. Was yeah. I mean, I didn't ever
1: write me. up any of my friends, but I did write up their friends in front of
0: them. So. <laughs> I had my favorites, but okay. they weren't
1: that favorite. But they were least favored nation status, it turns out. Uh, Greg, have
0: you ever worked nights? I was, uh, I closed at Wendy's in college. I, uh, I closed the lines, the back lines. Wait, you um, actually
1: worked at Wendy's when we were in
0: college? I did. I did. Huh. I did. Um, since then, I've been fortunate. No working nights. There, I mean, there have been late nights doing work sure but not not every, like punch every, every time we record the
1: podcast the oh jesus yeah. god indeed. indeed and jones you also delivered for btb which was nice yeah btb
2: i closed the uh the 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 thing uh or i, I ran the doors in in uh, the halls love so that it's it great all
1: indeed. right last one up is mama Pleaf, and she asks uh jones If Tom Izzo says it's a golf school now after James Pyatt's U.S. Amateur win, then what was it before? A basketball or a football school? Or lest we forget, an agricultural school?
2: Momete belief. I'm tired of your nonsense.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is easily the hardest we've ever been on Twitter questioners.
2: (laughs) Uh, Rude. So it's interesting because I think Tom thinks it's a football school too. Yeah. He can't. Uh, he
1: cannot. No, he does. He does. You he know, he Tom is a to football game. He does go Tom to football Izzo games. Tom Izzo
0: claims that he's never missed a football game. I don't know yeah. if it's true, but he claims that in his time as a basketball coach, he's yeah. never missed a football the game. The most recent I
1: selfie I have with Tom Izzo was definitely taken at Spartan Stadium. Mm. So there you go
2: uh all right um oh uh plum what is more calming a nice cup of tea a full-bodied red or a creamy hot
1: chocolate if the creamy hot chocolate is just gonna make me have the diarrhea because lactose intolerant a nice cup of tea is not nice and i'm with ted lasso on this Garbage filth. So for me, it's the full-bodied red, which already I can't drink on dates or nights nights out uh, with my boyfriend because, oh boy, it just makes me get yawny and go to sleepy sleep. So, gives me a this evening. And no, I don't snore though. But just give me a glass of Malbec. I'll take it any day of that week. All
2: right, who's uh, who's fidgeting up and down in the outline with their with their cursor? It's your boy Greg that, for sure. That that feels correct. Uh-huh. All right, so Greg, love it. Or list it. The original, love it or list it. Vancouver.
1: What's your favorite? What oh, you, bro, favorite.
0: I don't watch this garbage. Garbage. If I'm on, did you say Gabage? G-
1: I'm feeling very Gavage. attacked. I'm attacked. <laughs> garbage. I, I was just very attacked. I was personally attacked. The listeners all heard it. This is the. This is this is why I left, listeners. This is why I was gone for a month. We, in
2: fairness, in fairness, Plum, that's what you call a Bravo school,
1: uh, show. That's not like good, fair, fair, fair. Oh my god, fully fair and true. It's documented.
2: You Coins. can't even me when he when he Coins on the podcast when he asked me to say
0: other things
1: earlier. Gabage, this,
0: this season of Drag Race is just straight Gabage. <laughs>
2: Canceled after one season. There it is. Total gay. There it is. There it is.
0: Oh god. Uh, oh god. Love <laughs> it or list it. Very hetero though. Uh, garbage and uh, not my preference for an HGTV uh, uh television program. What
2: even about Vancouver. Give me a
0: House Hunters or something like that. Do they still <laughs> have the old
1: Bob Vila? Did that? Is that on HGTV? Just give me an old Bob Vila. That's all I What's want. Was that?
0: HGTV, would they ever pretend in that way? I don't I mean there's this old house on PBS. Oh it's
1: PBS, that's what he was on. Never mind. Was
0: Bob was Bob on PBS that, too?
1: Well no, that was that is Bob Vila. This old house is Bob Vila. I don't think that's accurate. Yes it is. You're gonna get egg on my face. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally right. I'm gay, this old house with Bob Vila, you idiot. You got the egg on your face now. Look is it up. Is it really? Yes.
0: That's where Bob came from originally. That's
1: this old house, sis come through God,
0: if
2: anyone's stuck with us this long i'm really sorry oh man this this episode should be canceled it's straight garbage. um plum to you i say i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and to the both of you i say it's been a fun one go green go away boys
1: yeah
0: that We're i i can't i can't risk saying anything anymore